What is up, guys? Welcome to another edition of In the Zone. I'm your host, Garrison Roy, and today we're going to get into the zone of strength training and more particularly the exercise of bench press and all the variations thereof. But before we get into it, right, obviously share the show if you learned something or if you thought this was really informative, right? Please let your friends know, teammates, coaches, Right. Because I believe in value exchange, I'm not going to run ads or anything like that. So I want you guys to just continue to learn because I'm here to grow the game of baseball. And, you know, the, for other purposes, the ads just suck. They're annoying. Right. Nobody wants to listen to that. But, you know, we got a few other types of segments here. We got full length interviews with other coaches, players. We got middle minutes. And today we got a rant, but more of an informative rant. It's totally fine. I'll just go on a little tangent here on the bench press. So obviously there's a bunch of different variations of it. You have dumbbell bench press, you have, you know, barbell bench press, which a lot of people, whenever I was growing up, really demonized uh, barbell bench press. And they were just saying like, hey, like this should never be done for baseball pitchers in general, blah, blah, blah. And you know, is it good or bad? There's honestly no straightforward answer as well, there's no absolutes really in anything. Um, but, you know, the biggest thing that I think are the best argument I've heard on why, you know, you should do dumbbell bench um, or one arm pressing, you know, things like that, uh, just because you have a little bit more scapular movement in those types of vari variations. Um you know, even if you're not even like explicitly coaching it, the barbell, however, doesn't really set you up like that. Right. So you, you get, you know, somewhat uh, range of motion, but you're not getting the full range, full depth. Right. You could also even think of this as like a deep ISO push up. Like you're never going to get that deep with a barbell across your chest. Right. Um, but there's a couple other considerations as to why it depends. Right. Um, you know, you got to take into consideration limb length, right? So you have short limbed guys like myself or thicker chested, they're going to have less range of motion whenever they're going down versus a really tall guy. So especially some of those pitchers, that's why people, I think, put that in such an absolute categories because a lot of pitchers, you know, they're like six, three plus or six, two, you know, somewhere around there to where they're going to have a longer wingspan. Right. And with that longer wingspan, they're going to have a little bit more anterior tilt if they decided to stick to a barbell because it's going to restrict their range of motion. Right. So with those longer levers, um, you know, they for one and the throwing side of things, right, they have a lot more uh, range of motion to apply force into that baseball. Um, you know, but the the barbell bench might make sense for guys that are a little shorter limb like myself. I have a wingspan of like five, eight. And I'm five nine, so you know it's like one of those things you just got to consider. 
Um, same thing for really any other exercise with bigger guys as far as deadlift depth or squat depth, if you're even going to give guys those variations. Another one, right, laxity uh, or loose joints for people who, you know, just have a lot of uh, instability. Uh, or lack that stiffness that I've probably talked about in, in previous posts or um, episodes, right? Uh, or even guys who are on the opposite end of that spectrum, if they're really, really stiff, uh, you know, and they have less range of motion, you may not necessarily want to force that strength. So, for example, like overhead shoulder flexion, you don't want to crank them into doing a lot of pull-ups without you know, taking into consideration of other compensations. Like you could have them do it, but they need to make sure that they're doing that through the lat and not cranking on the shoulder or flaring the ribs, so on and so forth. Third thing would probably be more of like a, you know, just strength uh, base in general, right? So if if their training age, uh, you know, begins in one, one specific portion, like they probably need to master a push-up first before even putting a barbell or a dumbbell on their hands. So it's a little bit less invasive of a, you know, beginner movement. So it's, there's a lot of nuance here. Um, so there's also, you know, one thing that I did kind of skip over outside of training age would be injury history too. Um, so any, any person who has some significant shoulder pathology or, you know, surgeries is specifically labrum surgeries, right? Like you got to be really careful there because you are reconstructing a lot of the uh, structure, anatomical structures. So you need to find what works best for them. Now that's with me saying that like, Hey, like you can't speak in absolutes for saying that bench press is going to be bad for everyone because that's just not true. Is it bad for a certain population with you know, if you say pitchers who have injuries, okay, yeah, I could agree with that. But if you just say pitchers in general, I don't know if that's the the way to go. Um, you know, and, and like I said before, they they treated it to where it was like the devil, where you wanted to avoid it completely. Uh, but I actually do think that there's good implementations for it. For example. Um, like an end range liftoff, right? So you're not going to be going through full range of motion. So maybe you're at like half that halfway point and you're using it for more of total extension of the elbow, right? Or you're doing it for a liftoff or just more, you know, just trying to accept force or learn how to lock out, um, especially for those lax guys that may not have the strength in that uh, fully extended range of motion. So you're trying to work on that. Um, that's where I think that would make sense. So it really does depend on how you apply this particular exercise versus just giving a blanket answer saying, hey, this is terrible for everyone. You should never bench press because it's going to it's gonna kill your velocity. Uh, well, I say that is probably the most dumbest thing I've ever heard. Um, second to which I've heard you know, I, I wouldn't say it's maybe dumb, but I could see where it was kind of some thought process behind it, where there was one old school pitching coach, I won't name the organization, um, but he said, you should never throw a breaking ball or curveball until you shave. I'm like, mm, okay, like, 
I guess, maturity level, but like some kids never shave. So are you ever going to teach them a curveball? <laughs> you know, like it's those absolutes that I'm talking about people speaking. And it's just, it's tough, man. It's tough. But that is pretty much the gist of my rant on bench press for today in the zone of strength training. So if you like this, if you want to hear more, feel free to reach out in the zone podcast, one, two, three at gmail.com or shoot me a DM anywhere you find this. Um, or if you're listening to us on Spotify, iTunes, you know, uh, Apple podcast, give us a review. We'd love to, you know, spread the value, but until next time, guys stay in the zone.